Hello everyone, it is a Friday night, which means it's a new week in FIFA Ultimate Team and a new Casual Fuck podcast. My name's Chris, I'm the Average FIFA Dad, Chrissy Bullard is with me as always, and we're here to guide you, the Casual FIFA player, through the wonderful yet sometimes soul-destroying world of FIFA Ultimate Team. So let's settle in for the next hour or so and let us get your FIFA weekend started. We're back on a Friday, man. Yes, finally. finally. I know, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Well, again, a couple of weeks ago, it was a, a very different pod, of course. But um, so, yeah, welcome along, everyone. Um, not been that long since we last recorded. So this is going to be it's almost like a half mailbag show um, because uh, I put the uh, as those of you in the discord or no, I put the question out just uh, the, you know, asking for questions out a little bit earlier on. And actually, we've had sort of a good sort of five or six come through. So um considering there's not actually a hell of a lot that's changed since we last recorded a pod um, we'll have uh you know i thought it'd be a nice quite a nice thing to do and we list this is what we've always wanted as well guys so literally if i ask if you got questions and you want to be involved as i said last week get on the discord and get them questions in when we ask for them and we genuinely will more be more than happy to answer them um especially on a week like this where we'll have time so uh, say again. Get... You say that, but I'm sure we'll go off on some sort of rant and tangent. Um... Yeah. So, so though, a, a little bit of light on in magic last time. I added in the icon swaps the discussion because I thought we were actually tracking tracking to be well under the hour. And I had the icon swaps in, and next thing you know, we've been recording for an hour and like 10, 15 minutes. I thought, oh my word. <laughs> it got a little bit out of hand. So, yeah, as Billy's right, we'll pro- there'll be probably some kind of uh, tangent that happens, but we'll, we'll see where we go. You also might not get the, the best answers because uh, the, the call went out a little bit late. So, I haven't, some I haven't even read. Um, this week in FIFA, my friend, um, as we mentioned last week, you're kind of um, going into your little bit of hibernation season when it comes to FIFA. So I'm guessing there's not much to say on your part. Well, there's still something at least. Um, so I just, because I've been going for a while. Um, there you go. Yeah, um, straight in, straight in. <laughs> um, I, I, I still need to play the game just to get the... Um, the XP points ra- racked up. Um, so I've been playing rivals quietly, just um, doing the the play play headliner. Um, I don't. It's a bit of a pointless card. I reckon he'll go into an SBC at some point, but I still completed him. Um, and I haven't actually got long to go to get to level 30. So um, I think next week will be a bigger week off. But um, I'm not playing weekend league or anything like that this week. Um, and to be fair, next week is kind of birthday week, so it makes sense to spend a little less time playing FIFA. Well, this is true. This is true. Uh, we've both got that coming up. So, for though obviously you guys won't know, but me and Bully's birthday is genuinely are within two days of each other <laughs> at the end of this month. So, um, I can't guarantee there'll be a pod further down the line. There might be a bit of a gap, but we'll we'll deal with that at the time. Um, so. I'll come on to your play, how, whether you've, because uh, we're going to talk about the the update, because now it's gone live, we'll see and see how the thing, so, um, have you been doing anything else other than, like, just getting the objectives? Um, well, I've been trying to trade, but I've just found it really difficult. Um, 
I was really hoping for Player of the Month for Liga and to be someone like Neymar or Mbappe, just so um, those high-rated players would go up and I could just clear them out and invest in something else. But I've still got a lot of money, or a lot, sorry, a lot of coins stuck in investments that I'm waiting to just go a little bit higher so I can get rid of them. Um, but then I, I also run the risk of them dropping. So I don't, yeah, I'm not really sure what to do at the moment on that front. Okay, so this is it's funny you mentioned that. So um, I think with my week, I've not really. Well, I've been I finished off icon swaps, and I bit the bullet and got uh, when it got Van der Sar. Um, whether I needed him or not, I don't. I'm still not 100 percent sure whether I needed him, but I genu- I made the decision I was not going to go. Uh, you know, do the extra eight I was going to need to to go and get Big Soul Campbell, and he's genuinely only other one that I was interested in. So, um, other than the top ones, and I, it's actually impossible for me to get any one of the the sort of top three uh, now because I missed out too many of the early ones. Um, so, yeah, I've just kind of been a little bit of experimentation, did a couple of drafts just for a bit of fun, um, which is interesting because actually it, that's helped me kind of mould my team which I may still technically undecided um, I may be heading into weekend league this week um, but I'm still not sure uh, mainly because the team that I'm trying to get I'm still needing on two centre-backs and I want to get Varane and I want to get Van Dyke. Um, Van Dyke's base card and then the best Varane that I can afford problem is is that I'm waiting on two investments to sell which are both which is kind of holding up around about 300 grand um so at the moment i can only afford one and i don't know whether i can't really drop because they're investments like so i can't really drop any more on them so uh, without making a loss so i'm kind of in a bit of a quandary i may just think do you know what sod it i'll just wait till next week problem is next weekend it's my birthday weekend and so I'm not sure how much time I'm going to get to play. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of a quandary, but I made that decision later. Um, so you mentioned trading. I had a really interesting go this tonight. So I got home from work probably about quarter to six and maybe even a bit later than that. And I thought, oh, OK, let me see. And I saw loads of people sort of... Um, saying oh you know we could see be seeing uh sbc fabinho and i thought right okay we're well, thinking about the like adama Traore and uh, triore should I say and uh deli alley um requirements i thought well look there's one in form for each there'll be premier league and potentially brazil and then maybe like an 86 right so so i so, said right who's the 83 rated uh premier league informs and maybe I can just sort of see if I can get them now and then see, you know, again, just flip them, just flip and take flip them in the course of 15 minutes. Um, and so I got three um, Ben Foster's, two Tom Heaton's and one Raul Jimenez, all for under 20K. And then the Jimenez sold for 24 the Fosters sold for 24 and Heaton, the Heaton sold for 20. But I found out if I waited a little bit longer, if I'd have, well, I'd been a bit, a bit more bold with him, I'd uh, have got about 25k for him. 
the heating ones. So oh, okay. in fi- in fifteen minutes, I think I made about thirty k. Oh, nice. Just do you know what I mean? Again, just by just by having that wherewithal to say, right, it's just before six o'clock. I'll gamble, and I just wish I'd have gone more. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but that's always the case when you've made a good investment, isn't it? Um, I know I felt like that when I did gamble on high-rated um, fodder before that Aubameyang SPC. Um, I could have gone millions into that, but I didn't. I wish I did. Yeah, with the, yeah. So again, I, and we we spoke about the whole Oblak and Testergen, you know, a good month ago. But um, that's that's what I've gone. That's what I'm still going big on. Um, I know, I'm but, but like I said, you've already got big profit on it. I just wish I'd have followed you because I thought I'd decide to go another way. I thought it was a bit obvious. So I thought I'd decide to go another way. And, and yeah, there you go. I've been thinking all week, ever since we did the last pod, I'm thinking, why? Why did I not do it? Um, but there you go. So, so yeah, I'm kind of in a bit of limbo with my where my team's going to go. But there you go. Um, so, in terms of the news of what's happened this week, um, I think the week's been dominated by further errors from EA and uh, we shouldn't really be surprised at this point Um, but the three main ones that we saw this week there was uh, rewards weren't accessible um, to some players uh, which caused them to turn them off while they worked out what was going wrong and then um, reinstate them when they've sorted it out the on the same day on thursday the companion app went down for what was a couple of hours i think it was um so you couldn't get on the companion app uh it just basically said there's a login error and you need to go onto the console and then the biggie was on thursday evening we had the player of the month the league earn come out it was ben yedder and they released the requirements for the 86 rated squad where only an 80 rated squad was required. That was the biggie. Did you do it? No, I, do you know what? It was f- because of the time because I, um, cause I pick my daughter up from nursery on a Thursday and then cause my missus goes running. I was sorting her out and it wasn't until I'd got her to bed I actually first looked actually I think she might I might have been giving her her milk but that you know I picked up my phone and saw it so I was about 40 I was was quarter to seven by the time I actually seen it um but having said that I'd have always expected the outcome to be the outcome yeah as I stated in the discord it was quite obvious that look it's their error I mean crisis <laughs> if it had been an 88 rated squad or an 89 rated squad I could I could have suggested that it potentially it was just a typo um but perhaps perhaps not with an 86 rated squad but whatever you know it was obviously it was a massive error it was obvious that they were going to correct it by giving you back the players that you submitted because they have that data and uh, you know then saying hey any packs that you got you could keep for the for a goodwill gesture as it were um does this point to more issues in terms of competency at our beloved ea oh yeah well 100 um i've been calling out about this for a long time now um how, why they haven't got peer reviews on spcs they obviously haven't still 
Um, despite, we must be looking at about five or six fairly big mistakes now for SPCs and SPCs getting taken down or just... Uh, yeah. Depends if you count the uh, depends if you count the Vardy SBC. Yeah, <laughs> still count Vardy SBC. <laughs> yeah. Still and can't believe it was that good value. It's, so so many levels, I think, on the competency front because I think it's a bad decision to actually take it down. I think okay, you've made the mistake. The mistakes actually. In the grand scheme of things, what you're talking about a 600-700k SBC, which it probably will be when the new squad is added, going down to like a 500-400k SBC, you're saving about 150k overall. Um, I think that's quite expensive, you know, with the lower requirement, even for a Benyeda at this stage in the game, who could get more informs because and his one to watch could still rise um, and go above that card anyway I just think you've made a mistake just let it go let the community have a little bit of fun um, also the amount of time and effort it's going to take to reverse it it's not worth it for what they lose because they don't really lose anything all, all you've lost is I don't know players having a bit more fun with the game you know everyone thinks they got a great deal um, and those that completed it were probably the lucky ones yeah I think um, I think there is a real call for these kind of things just to kind of be let go Um, you know I think I do see what you mean about the card itself and the the overall price um the fact is is that it's a it's a it's a basic error yet again that's that's come about and i mean part of me says that ea obviously feel that they can't afford to lose face i mean the amount of face they have lost this year is basically just a skull <laughs> like i can't I don't know if I just wasn't paying enough attention last year or whether this is a particularly bad year. No, no, this is a particular bad year. And I just can't, I can't fathom how a multi-million pound organisation is accepting it. Um, I know, look, we've said this in the past, Twitter is not a relevant, an accurate um, representation of the community that plays FIFA. Let's get, you know, let's get that right straight away. But surely this, the executives at EA in a particularly, in, in particular, the, the EA sports department of EA must be seeing this and calling up the guys that are, you know, you know, organizing FIFA and running FIFA as a franchise and saying, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, I'd be very surprised if that's not happening. Um, and at this point, I think I've said this before in a previous podcast, but just pay some graduate 20k a year or, or however much, just to their sole job is to review SBCs and make sure that 
the requirement matches up to the icon or you know the the, the requirement that was intended um, is delivered I, I don't understand it's peer review is a basic thing in any organization that develops software so not yeah. even software mate anything you're talking about sense check you're talking about proofreading yeah. proofreading I, I i teach nvqs proofreading is one of the first things i teach i make sure they can do when they do projects for christ's sake and that but the thing is you're you know we're talking about proofreading something that's seen by sometimes even a few people um you know my case i don't know 100 people might see it millions upon millions of people are seeing these errors (laughs) (laughs) you know if you're if you're releasing something into the (laughs) into the fifa universe it's not a few kids that are playing this game (laughs) (laughs) but we could we could talk about it forever It's it's a bad mistake um yeah, no, you're right. And, and look, this is, I, I guarantee you, this ain't the first time, it ain't going to be the last time we discuss EA errors on this podcast this year. Um, all I hope, and I genuinely do hope this, and as we've said before, I'm not, we're not the kind of guy, we're not, you know, we're not here to just beat EA around the head with a stick. You know, genuinely, we hope whatever these issues are, they get sorted just because, I mean, they've got enough to deal with, all right? Like, with everything else, you know, we're not even talking about servers or gameplay or anything. Like, this is, like, I don't even, like, I kind of prefer they got this stuff right first. Like, at least then I kind of know that they're competent enough to at some point deal with either gameplay or um, servers. Um, Speaking of gameplay, though, the new update, as I mentioned before, is now live. Um, we obviously detailed that in the last pod, so if you haven't listened to that, well, pause this and go back and listen to that first, because you know chronologically that makes sense. Have you noticed any difference in gameplay? Do you know what I have? Um, I'm still, I've played it a bit tonight, and um, I'm actually enjoying it a little bit more. Oh, I don't, it I, is. I, I, I don't understand why, um, just because. The, the changes that have been documented, um, I'm not really really noticing that much in, you know, in the changes that they put in the pitch notes. But I'm noticing, um, for whatever reason, better player switching. Um, okay, I think the dribbling does feel better, to be fair, which is something they did address. Um, just the responsiveness of players seems to be better. Um, like I've been playing rivals and. The connection's been better. I'm really confused. So, <laughs> so it's like you. It's almost like you. You. You don't. You're ready to say that it's better, but yeah. No, no, I am. Um, I, I'd like to play a full weekend league with this patch just to see how good it is. I think you still the fundamental issues that I've been moaning about all year are still there. Um, don't get me wrong; it's it's not perfect, but. Um, yeah, that no, seems a bit more playable at the moment. It's interesting you say that because I was I thought exactly the same thing. I've played only played minimal games and um because of doing icon swaps and things like that and then doing like 
uh, drafts because I, you know, I had gaps in my main squad. I haven't really played with my full team, so I'm not necessarily. Um, I am. Well, it's one of the reasons why I want to play weekend league this weekend. I want to see what it is like across, you know, a full weekend league. But I agree with you entirely. It feels better. It feels quicker. Yeah, Qu- I, quicker, quicker, 100%. It's just, yeah, that little bit quicker. I disagree with you because I still think player switching is an issue. Um, but I keep meaning to try change a setting that you can change a setting so it doesn't like your your input on the stick doesn't go from where the current player you've selected is. It goes from where the ball is. So I think that would actually benefit me more. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what setting I have for that. I think I've just left it as default. Yeah, the, the default, and it, it has. I'm sure it has always been that it's relation. Re, it's in relation to the player that you are controlling yeah. currently. So, but the problem is that that means that depending on how much, and again, it's it's a bit of a skill gap. But we're talking casual players here. If you push the stick too far, then obviously you go beyond the player that you want, and so then again sometimes things are happening too quickly and i don't have the capacity to then think oh wait hang on no i've got the wrong player if i go on the wrong player i immediately hit the auto switch button okay yeah i think that's what a lot of people do anyway um so like i'm just but again that means i am immediately a second maybe a second and a half behind what i was planning to do and what the opponent's doing as we were all know that is enough in this game to make a massive difference um, in the outcome of an attack or or whatever, or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I keep meaning to try it, and I just, uh, I, you know, I, I need to try in rivals first. I don't want to go into a weekend league trying it because again, that could change so much. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that can be a complete adjustment to the to the playing style that I have. So, um, so yeah, I, I have no necessarily noticed any difference in player switching i haven't noticed anything like say in terms of the uh, the dribbling necessarily i can't think i've noticed the shots being a bit more effective but again i haven't noticed nothing stood out for me of what was listed in the pit in the patch notes to say you know yes this is i can feel this but overall it feels nicer feels more enjoyable to play yeah 100 um, so I'm really, it's really interesting to me that you've picked up that same thing. So, um, so yeah, like I say, hopefully if I play it over the weekend, if I play weekend league, then we'll get a chance to actually, I'll, you know, I'll report back next week and, and we'll, we'll work everything out. Uh, and we'll see if there's anything to really bring you. Now, sorry, I've just a few more things on the patch. So that I, will okay, say. Hit me. I don't know. I don't know if these will ring true the more games we play, but, um, well, that's, um, Heather's just seen, Slightly better. <laughs> they needed to get more than slightly better, my friends. Well, yeah, just just the way um, I was playing a few squad battles games, um, and I don't know. It's like the players were attacking headers a bit more aggressively and just having a bit more power in the headers. Um, and I've even I've even conceded two headers in rivals tonight. Oh wow! So I yeah, I don't know if that's a sign of just headers being a bit more of a viable option in attack. Um, 
time will tell. Um, but shooting-wise, I, di- I didn't mention I, I wanted to mention it because um, I've seen a few comments on Twitter in relation to it. But um, people seem to be hitting the post a lot more. And well, that's that I have noticed. And, and that's one thing I have noticed, yeah. So my assumption would be is that that, has, that just means that there is you know they essentially those are shots that would have gone wide yeah quite, but quite now hitting the post yeah um so yeah but no i i have noticed that um i i hit the post three times in the same game in a draft and the, uh, the other day um which was i think and pretty much all of them were with the informed left wing ronaldo um so it was quite annoying but uh, yeah um Again, if that if that continues to happen over the weekend, Lee, then I may not I may not be playing to goal too, my friend. Um, okay, so anything else you wanted to mention in regards to the patch? No, that, that's all for now. Cool. Yeah. No. Sweet. Like I say, I'll, once I've had a bit more hands-on stuff, then I shall um, I shall report back and give my opinion. With that, then um, the second headliners team dropped. This evening, so obviously you had a chance to have a little look. What are your thoughts? I know we said last week that we didn't expect it to be as good as the first team, and I think, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'd certainly think say that we were probably correct on that. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I agree. You haven't got the. I think what tips it um, under is the fact that Neymar was included last week. Um, and that's obviously the big player everyone wanted, um, especially with the can position as well. Um, you haven't got anyone in in that tier, um, but actually, you you do have a f- the next tier down. So you've got Royce, um, Aubameyang, Sterling. I'd even put Wijnaldum in that tier as well. Um, I, I think was about to say that's probably quite a bit stronger than what last week's was. Um, but I think beneath that isn't as good. Yeah, so I think much like we saw with the Road to the Final cards, um, there was the whole thing. The, the first team, you had the big marquee and, oh my God, wow, this is incredible. Then the second time around, it was more of those, that kind of, that second and third tier of player which then uh, does make it more interesting because then it becomes more players that are accessible. But it's ironic because we, we accuse EA of so many of these promos to kind of just being enc- trying to encourage people to just go after those packs. I don't think I'm, I'm not going to rush to open any packs with these guys necessarily. No, um, I'll, I'll probably still open packs just because there's a promo and I, I'd like to hit a headliner, but um Actually, I'm I'm looking back at last week as well, um, and even those players I just mentioned, actually to rival them under Neymar, you did have Salah, you did have Mertens, um, you did have Varane, um, you did have Semedo, Nigolin, yeah, Nigolin. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think the first was comfortably better. Yeah, I agree, and I think you know again, without really 
I mean, again, Abamyam's going to be nice. Werner, the thing is, Werner seems a little pointless um, simply because he is obviously player of the month card. Although there is, I have heard transfer rumours that he may be on his way elsewhere before the end of the window, which then does make his live card very interesting. But I wouldn't necessarily, I don't think that's a guarantee. I don't think there's, it's only, you know, rumours. I don't think there's much concrete there. Um, Aubameyang also is getting linked to Barcelona. So imagine that. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, some of these cards again, so currently across all platforms. So yeah, Aubameyang is around 1.1 on Xbox and playstation up at 1.6 on pc so sorry if you're a pc player um and Werner, who obviously we've just mentioned is 610 on playstation 500k on xbox and 79k on pc yeah i've, I've got them all in front of me on the popular players page if you want me to roll them yeah on. I'm, only, I'm only looking at xbox prices but I know, yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm looking at uh, 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 all the prices to board. Problem is, is that I, I can't, I can't move far to see my laptop screen. So, <laughs> it's a bit small for me eyes, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, no, I think there's a sort of the headlines. I think, I think Ryan Sterling's actually fairly accessible. Um, yeah, sitting I'm around happy. the 500k mark. Um, <sighs> Problem is, he's not having the same season as he did last year, necessarily. Man City aren't having the greatest season. Obviously, the title's kind of gone. So, yeah, I don't know. There's some interesting cards there, but nothing that I'm going to like try and kick down the door for. Potentially, Gigi Wijnaldum, just because, as we've already discussed in the past, we do like a bit of Gigi. Yeah, I, I love that card. Um, and... You- it's probably one of the safest bets to get that um, plus one for the four wins. That is true. And that's... I feel like that's why his price is a little bit higher than other people's because 630k at the moment seems quite excessive for him. But And this was mentioned last week by a few people on Twitter that a lot of these players already have the price tag as if they've got that boost already just because you know it's, it's going to happen for some of them. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, so yeah, not a bad pick actually. Not you know, again, there was plenty of decent ones in there. So you know, and I'm I my thought process was exactly the same as you. I'm not going to avoid opening packs. Do you know, I'm still going to open packs, but um, uh, you know, obviously when I get them. Um, but having said that, I did like I made sure I did marquee matchups and all that last week, but or you know before the the teams changed over. So. <laughs> um, I can't see me getting too many packs. So, um, so the objective we have Orsic. We're saying Orsic. Um, uh, Dave, this, this wasn't on the list that was posted in the Discord, so we just had to go for our best bet because it's Croatian. I'm going to say Orsic. Um, no, Orsic, should I say? Oh, we're we're getting in a mess again. Right, did bully? Just tell me what the objectives are. Okay, so um, the main objective for this one is scoring five goals um, with a Croatian in separate rivals wins and I think that would be the hardest one to get um, 
as as all sort of rival wins goal scoring with this player objectives. Um, the others are so score eight goals and rivals using midfielders with minimum four star weak foot. Um, and so little tip for people, um, or maybe not a tip because you can't actually take advantage of it anymore. But if you did, um, the, if you obtained storyline Perisic, um, then now is the perfect time for him. He has a five-star week foot. I've been playing him up front, and he's actually quite good. I, I'm really enjoying him. I just I can never really fit him into my squad normally. Um, so it's a really nice card. If you haven't played with him, go do it. Go and get the, the objectives with this guy. If you haven't got him... <laughs> Mandzukic? Um, yeah, I think you're struggling because, well... I actually think um, Rebic, so AC Milan striker, is one of your best bets for this. Um, his base card is not actually that bad, um, but a lot of the creations are now going extinct. So unless you've got untradables in your squad, um, Orsic did have an early inform, um, I don't know, about two months ago, and, and that card was rated quite highly, but yeah, that's extinct. The Rebic inform is extinct, or from certain seams at the moment. But yeah, you've you've got other cheap options like um, Kovacic for Chelsea might be a good option just to put in the midfield. But um, I'd recommend trying to play these guys up front so so you get that goal, and then just subbing them off and playing the game out naturally. Um, so, so that's the gonna be your hardest objective. Um, so. It, so that one, um, obviously the score the goals with a weak foot. I think that's quite obtainable. Um, needs to be a midfielder. The other quite difficult one is assist four goals using crosses in rivals. And just because the game's very much driven um, on central chances and, and maybe maybe you've got a good chance to score low crosses. Um, but I think that might be difficult for some people. Um, you can do those all in the same game though so I think it's still obtainable and um, the last one is a squad battles objective so um, you have to arrange a squad full of silver players and win two games on professional difficulty Um, that one's not impossible yeah no it's not too bad just Keep refreshing the squad battles until you get yeah squads around the seventy-five or sixty-five mark in, in between there somewhere. Um, make sure you've got three decent goal players to sub on, um, and you should be able to get that fine. I would recommend doing it at the same time as you do the week four silver objectives because they're all squad battles driven, or you know score a shot of a certain type. Um, so you can knock off those at the same time. So okay, so you'd you'd suggest getting to the silver level of of the of week four objectives um, yeah. before kind of tackling that stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, oh, oh sorry, the squad battles part. Um, just because one of the silver week four objectives is to win two games on semi-pro difficulty, so you can just knock that off at the same time. Yeah, certainly if you're kind of pushing towards the old uh, storyline uh, players towards the end. Um, 
Okay, so the other thing I just wanted to ask you about is what were your thoughts on the objective that has been released um, requiring a, I think, what was it, five rivals wins in Div 4 or above? For oh, yes. I don't, I, I, I've only seen, I haven't seen the actual, what the pack is of the reward. I've only seen the fact that it's there. Um, so why don't, you, why don't you talk to us about that? Um, yeah, no, I did, I did want to bring this up. Um, and so I've tweeted about this to like quite passionately, passionately. Um, and I haven't really, well, actually, I'll tell a lie, I probably have been nagging at Twitter quite a few times throughout the year, um, just on certain decisions EA um, make. But I actually would put this one um, as a worse decision than putting the Benyella SPC. Um, and there's a few things about this I don't like. So just to explain to people, um, we have this headliner plus objective. Um, the way you achieve that is, well, you just score using creation players in five separate rivals wins. But bit, there's a bit of small print in there to say in Division 4 or above. Single objective, it, re it rewards a rare players pack, a 50k pack, so it's quite a nice reward. Um, one of the better rewards for any objectives all year. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, and I don't like it on a few reasons. So reason number one, objectives shouldn't be skill-based. Um, I think that's one of the fundamentals in objective design. Um, for example, log into Fortnite. Um, nothing's saying that you have to kill someone in, I don't know, a... a you know, European qualifier at some certain level, you know, you, you need to get through a few rounds in competitive play before you can unlock this objective. I can go on to Fortnite right now and I can unlock any objective. Um, sorry if this is incorrect, I haven't played for a while, but when I was playing, you know, no matter what level I was, it might take me a little bit longer to do them because I'm not as good as some people, but, but I can achieve everything um, and I can unlock everything. So I just think this is <laughs> awful because of... So that, that's reason number one, why I hate this. Um, number two, it it actually creates a, uh, an advantage for better players. Um, only better players will have access to this reward. Um, I think it's good when games do try and limit that divide as as fair as they can. Yes, you need to reward good players, but reward them for, you know, like, like foot champs. If, you, if you're a better player than that, you get better rewards. But if you don't achieve, you know, elite one every week, you're still getting rewarded at the end of that process. If you're in Division 4 or below, you're not getting anything. <laughs> so... Bear in mind, we hadn't discussed this prior to this. Sometimes I know how Billy's going to react to something, a question I ask him. That came out of nowhere. Oh, really? so, no, yeah, this... I, I just don't like it. And so my, my final hate about this is it's a massive 
middle finger up to all of those people that are dropping divisions to do these achievements because it says uh, if you're going to cheat the system then unlucky because we're going to reward the players that don't cheat the system now you're going to get Div 1 players dropping down to Div 3, Div 4 anyway and doing this objective and they'll still get it um, kind of where I sit really um, I'm playing a slightly lower division to get these objectives done um, and I feel like it, well, why are you doing that in the first place shouldn't you be focusing on fixing the reason why people are dropping in the first place like not putting objectives into a game that's competitive in the first place uh, yeah um, so yeah I'm, I'm out I don't know if you've got points to add how can I add anything to that really but um well okay so basically the way I saw it was that I laughed I found it hilarious for the last reason that you've just stated I think that it does I think I quite like the fact that it puts a finger up at those who have essentially cheated the system I think the vast majority of casual players which what I consider self us to be although we're probably slightly pushing that 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 ceiling a little bit in terms of of casual but obviously our listeners are casual players because this is the casual podcast and and I, I think one of the biggest frustrations that I think everyone has with icon swaps and, and objectives and, and over you know anything that's uh, based in rivals for objectives I think nobody's nobody's stupid here like Yes, there's a knock-on effect. It's, you know, Div 1 drops to Div, like, 3. Div 2 drops to Div 4, etc., etc. But I think the majority of the player base of FUT are probably in that Div 6, 7 to Div, you know, 5 region. Um, I know they've readdressed the balance of last year. Um, I think it was quite late. I think it was about uh, April, May-ish time, I think they redressed the balance because they could see where the uh, the skill ratings for each division, because they, there was a big bulk of players in like across like two divisions. So they redressed that balance. Uh, they can obviously see that. I think that is an opportunity that they're assuming is going to push some of those players back up the divisions. So it then can cause more people to actually enjoy playing rivals. Problem is rivals is or is and has always been and will always be, as I said many times before, a godforsaken game mode. It is awful. It is horrific. I do not like it. I do it because I have no alternative. Um, yeah, it's it's there for a reason. It's there if you want to progress up the ladder and and to be fair, that that's what the better rewards are throughout the week that, that that's the sole purpose they're there you know division rivals rewards um you get better raw rewards the higher division you're in um and if you choose to you know climb that elo ladder great for you um and actually playing in that game mode as much as possible will, will make you a better player there's no doubt about it you know you're playing people around your skill level all the time and you're progressively going to get better um, but if you just want to play a few games of FIFA and chill out, it's 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 not for that. But you're right; you have no. Other no, I know. Well, exactly. So, um, and if I want to do objectives, if I want to grind towards icon swaps, I'm stuck in it playing people. 
I, I I mentioned this on the Discord uh, earlier on this week, but I played in two games running. I played somebody with um, Pele's uh, baby Pele, and then the very next game I played someone with baby Maradona. And this is in Division Six while I'm trying to do the Serie A icon swaps. And I was sat there thinking, I'm sorry, what? This is Div 6 down here. Like, what am I supposed to be doing with this? So, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I agree with your point where you're basically saying that, uh, you know, the point, the, the fact of the matter is that you need to make sure it's not a problem in the first place. Like, we need, it needs to be that, you know that you don't have to drop levels to do these reward you to do these objectives in the first place and then it kind of doesn't need that kind of that like i say that almost that attempt to redress the balance but um but yeah like i said i i think that's that was my only thought really but because i've never i mean even last year i think i just about got into div four last year so, and I'm in Div 6 this year. I'm not really, like, again, fine. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to bother. Like, I don't really bother too much with objectives at the moment anyway because, I mean, I ground toward most of them in Div 1. Uh, sorry, in Season 1. And when you found out that the storyline players aren't actually getting upgraded, I kind of thought, well, what's the point? Yeah, the, um, I, don't, I don't really want to talk that much more about it, but um, I, I also, also just noticed there's... 200 XP for it as well. Was <laughs> 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 the quite funny? Um, just why the XP as well? Um, imagine being <laughs> like, imagine being in Div Five and you've struggled to get other um, XP objectives done. You need 200 more to unlock Felipe Anderson. Oh mate! And, and you, you, sorry, EA have deemed you not good enough for this, this, <laughs> this XP. Um, yeah, I would love to know the theory behind it, but there we go. Like I say, let's stop talking about that. Let's... Even having a having a headliners, have a headline headliners basic, or you know, below. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, no, I, I, exactly. Maybe get a premium player yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Ah, but yeah, right. no, my thought, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. But we definitely we've got ranty. I didn't think we were going to get this ranty, and we have. So let's move on. SBCs. SBCs. Right. Okay. So only four to to talk about. So I hope this is going to take. All, this isn't going to take all night. So eighty-one plus upgrade. Um, those of you that are missing the uh, premium upgrade packs from um, Team of the Year, something to scratch your itch. But eleven rare gold players for two eighty-one plus players is not a good deal. Uh, they're not too bad if you want to do I, I think actually if you've got untradeable players in your in your squad and you want to clear them out um, and just want to take a spin of the wheel it's, it's, it's not the worst no so, but again it's rare gold if it was any gold player or you know five rare gold players but it's 11 rare gold players if you have rinsed your club like I did for team of the year then there ain't many of them kicking around. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, but there are some people have had the chance to get a few untradables at least. So maybe do one or two. But um, yeah, don't definitely don't buy players to do them. Okay, next player moments. Leroy Sane um, quite easily 
without a doubt going to be the best card he gets all year because he essentially has had a season long injury. So again, comes under um, guys like the Hazard one uh, last week. That is no expiration date on it. So something to work towards Uh, currently sitting at uh, 500k ish across all uh, platforms uh, what are your thoughts? So yeah, he's he's a nice card. There's no doubt about that. Um, played against him a few times in Rivals and found him quite tricky. Freestyle weak foot um, is one of the biggest negatives, but overall, yeah, solid player. Um, and I think I, I just think it depends. I think it's it's one of those cards that. He's not going to expire. Let him sit in the background. Um, and maybe just grind away at, it, away at him over time, just with untradables that you get. It really depends on the squad you're building as well. Um, if you've got German players, if you've got Man City players, obviously, if, you, if you're sitting there with an untradable Kevin De Bruyne, then it makes sense to do him maybe, but um, I, I won't do him yet. Um, not sure if I will do him. But yeah, it, it's a nice card. And I think 500k is a fair price. Yeah, 500k is a fair price. I think um, just to add some clarity, other left wing midfielders for, uh, you know, in a similar um, kind of, scope you have uh, uh Giggs's 92 icon you've got hazards one to watch and the inform for well quite a bit less but um uh Henri I don't know if that's baby Henri but it's the 87 Henri um Son is team of the group stage for UCL um Martial's uh, Europa League live card. Um, so yeah, there's there's plenty of other options even in the Premier League. Um, I personally think Son is better, but again, you're you're right. He's he's a nice card for a decent price. Um, so can't say much fairer than that. To be fair. Um, so then we had headliner Delhi Alley currently sitting at uh, about 120k across all platforms yeah I would say it's it's not the worst price again to be fair um, is he too expensive his screen cards 87 rated as well um, and it's 150k um, but then that is tradable so what his screen card is boosted in defence um, and physicality. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a weird one. I think it kind of depends on how well you think he's going to do at Tottenham. I mean, obviously he got a goal and an assist, I think, um, midweek. So I don't know whether that puts him in a frame, depending on how well he does at the weekend. If that puts him in the frame for another... Um, Inform potentially another boost. I mean, it's got two days remaining. So, again, if Tottenham kind of, you know, if he scores for Tottenham, 
and they're winning, then it might be well, you know, it might be worth a look because he's probably guaranteed to get that upgrade. Um, who and again, do well, do well to score for Tottenham this weekend. Who are they playing? Don't think, is there any even any games? Um, yeah, I think they've got one more game till they the little winter break. I don't think there was. Oh, okay, my bad. I, town are playing, and that's all I care about, really. So yeah, no, <laughs> I, I thought. Um, isn't it? Is it FA Cup or? Ah, yes, it is FA. I'm sure. Yes, it is FA Cup weekend. You're right. But then Liverpool have got a game at some point, just because they've got to make up games. Yeah. From the Super Cup. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, so yeah, keep an eye. I mean, again, it's it's up to you. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the worst price in the world. Um, and then we had today headliner Tammy Abraham drop who is currently sitting at 40k. He seems to be the one like Smalling last week, which is the the cheap option for a headliner card. Yeah, and oh, this is going to sound weird, um, but I think, maybe not weird, but um, I played him against him in a Rivals game earlier, and the guys just tore me apart. I don't know if the guy was really good, but... Um, Tammy Abraham scored a brace on me and was unplayable. Really? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it so much that your voice is breaking up there, mate. It was that bad, was it? Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> broke a bit, but um, yeah, no, he, he was... Yeah, he, he, he was. It just really impressed me, um, I and I don't know what it is about him because I'm, I'm st- staring at this card on Footbin and thinking. How? Like, why is he that good? You know, he he seems tall, strong, and agile, but his his agility stats aren't that amazing. Um, so I don't really know why. Um, but I don't think you can go too far wrong with this card because he's an 86 at the moment. If Chelsea win four games in a row, he's an 87. I think it's a a likely card to get um, a winter upgrade, which again might bump him up. By one or two, um, at that point you're looking at an 88 or 89 rate card, especially if it's another inform. The cheapest 88, 89 cards are going for like 30, 40k anyway. So worst comes to worst, you've got some SBC fodder later down the line. Um, so Interestingly yeah. enough, I'm looking at his rating per position on Futbin, and he's an 88 rated striker according to that. Despite his card only being an 86, so that could be why. I don't know. I'm just kind of looking again. Straight 92 strength is high, really high. Um, acceleration isn't very good, but then decent sprint speed when you get it, you know, stick shadow on him and that's boosted. Um, yeah, for a big guy, 88 is actually quite good, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then the acceleration again, because he's a big, he's a big guy. You, you kind of accept accept that. Um, Finishing positioning and finishing above the 90s is an interesting one because I, I find the positioning stat is actually quite uh, quite important when it comes to the shooting stat this year because uh, you really need the play, you know your strikers to actually you need the AI to put that striker in the position you want them to be. Um, so yeah, it could have been that. I don't know. It's interesting. It's really interesting that you say that. I'll um, I wonder if I I'll come up against him much if I play weekend league. So. I'll be interesting. Be interested to see how we go. But he's got what? 
you've got a few days left on the twenty seven. So you've got three days left on him anyway. Um, so plenty of time again. I don't know if it's not uh, if it's I don't know, can't don't, can't think of Chelsea playing the FA Cup, but certainly um, one to keep an eye on. Right, so moving on then a uh, little hack. The rants have kind of curtailed us slightly. Um, so I said we're going to answer the questions on the pod. So let's answer the questions on the pod. Oh, not on the pod, on Discord. So um, we'll just go through these, yeah? So first up, uh, Brad1995, who is the favourite player you've used this year? Who have you been the most surprised with? Anything, any thoughts um, spring out off the top of your head? Um. Oh, do you know what I'm gonna go? Early on was definitely Wijnaldum. Mhm. Um, In terms of the most surprising or favourite? Well, probably favourite. Um, a high, high set midfielder, box to box, um, and just, and I think yeah, he did surprise me because he got into attacking positions and his finishing was actually quite good. Um, so yeah, no, no real complaints. Um, other than that, I think I mentioned this last week but um, Renato Sanchez has surprised me um, when I when I got him I didn't think he'd be that great the, the footmas version ok so further Mendy as well yeah Mendy I don't oh, think I'm so surprising but... no exactly not so surprising um, you see I thought I've really thought about this because I don't I mean I love De Bruyne but I've loved De Bruyne for the last two or three years Um I finally, I'm kind of reserving judgment, but based on the draft I played yesterday, headliner Mertens could well be my favourite card. Um, okay, I've drafted it in for weekend league, so I need to play with him more. But he's definitely got the potential to be one of my favourite cards. I'd also say Son as well. He, uh, Son's base card, love Son's base card. Um, I think you can use him anywhere. You can use him out wide. You can use him. Uh, through the middle you can play him as a cam he's yeah I think he's really versatile um, do you know who I was surprised with Acuna Fatmas Acuna or Cunha should I say um, because although you know we said on the pod he seems his stats seem like he'd be incredible like in this you know just like as a CDM or in the centre mid but he actually I thought oh really I did him anyway because he was cheap but I thought really could he be that good and he's really good <laughs> Okay, yeah, I found him quite solid, but I haven't found him, you know, amazing. I, I, I don't. I sometimes don't sub him in. Yeah, admittedly, obviously, I, I haven't used him since I got Kante. So, and I haven't used Kante enough to say that he's my favourite player yet. I imagine he might well be, but well, yeah. Do, do you know what? I'm going to go back to Kante because actually, when, when I was playing with a proper squad, um, without a doubt, Kante has been my favourite player to use this year um, in that CDM position. Cool. Good. Right, OK. Uh, Carlo B, uh, what was your favourite promotion last year? Actually, I read this earlier. And good at, sorry, Carlo, I, I love your question, but I'm going to use it to kind of, uh, kind of, as a, as a kind of double question. So what was your favourite promo last year? And what are you most looking forward to for the rest of the year? My favourite promo was Team of the Season. <laughs> <laughs> So therefore, you're looking forward to yeah, team of the season. Um, but yeah, why is um, that? 
I, I just think it's great to play for. Um, I I do quite like you know competing and playing for champions, and it's at that point of the year when you do really get rewarded. So it, that's also fun. The, the rewards are so good. Um, so yeah, team of the season definitely for me. Um, normal promo. I thought the best promo was um, the future stars. Oh, what, last year? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it just gave us loads of um, players that we would have never imagined using. Um, like, oh, uh, last year, um, Militao, Vincius Jr. Um, was, was Havertz in it as well? I think he was. Yeah, Havertz was in it. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, no, I think... So... Uh, just uh, Carlo's favourite was Fuck Birthday. Actually, funnily enough, I really enjoyed Fuck Birthday. I really enjoyed the Futties last year as well. I don't, I know it comes right at the very end, but I found myself, if I look back on my FIFA 19 team, I've got three Futties players in there. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So I, I quite I quite like that. Um, I think, yeah, I love Team of the Year. I just, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's probably because I've packed two 97s in a row, but. I love team of the year. I do also like the fact, same with you. I do like the fact that with team of the season, you, your player picks convert to team of the season. I think it makes it so much more interesting. And I think I've been thinking about this recently as well. I, a lot of the, like the elite players, the players that are getting elite one, two, three, and even top a hundred are, you know, complaining about them when they're doing their packs, you know, you can get an entire, you know, 11 team of the week pack and, not get above an 84 yeah i think there should be an option of when there is a promo i think when there's a promo out i think i think the your player pick should be could should be a like for example for the top 100 you get a headliner player pick for example yeah it's a good idea or the promo but and then e but still have them available for everyone. So everyone's player picks above, say, I don't know. I know you've got it. It's uh, above silver one. I think it is. You get the unlimited. Otherwise it's limited to 84s. I think it is. If you get only get silver one, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but even if you get to a certain rank, you, you have the team of the week and headliners, but say for the top rewards, you get like picks, which are only headliners. Um, yeah, I, I think it would be interesting. I've sussed it, mate. I've sussed it. That's that. I've done it. I've done it. I've solved it. Sign me up, EA. Um, yeah, I don't know how you'd sort of tier it to the different levels. Um, um that, that's not that's beyond my pay grade, mate. I yeah. just come up with the ideas. <laughs> I come up with the ideas, mate. I just tell them how to do it. They can sort it. Um, trademark uh, Chrissy D six nine. To be fair, I've seen it mentioned before on Twitter. Oh well, that no, you just have to spoil things, don't you? Um, so uh, Jayla Frenchie says, uh, "Okay, it's a bit complicated. So, is it better when deciding on chemistry styles to use the user suggestion graphs or to actually base it on the rating Fotbin gives you for certain position? For example, uh, most CDMs I see play people play sh- say shadow, but I've seen times where, for example, powerhouse give you the higher rating." Um. My advice would be not to even look at the rating on Footbin at all, um, because so F- Footbin will use a formula 
um, based on what they think a winger or a centre midfielder or um, the attributes, you know, what the attributes they set behind the scenes. But depending on your system, you might want something completely different anyway. Um, the other thing, the other thing I thought when I saw this is that also the 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 stats that you know create those rating by positions from Futbin, like you said, that's kind of the generic stats that doesn't necessarily suit the meta. Yeah, um, which is all again why most people again that's why shadows and um, hunters are at times above fifteen k on the market because. Uh, they are the exact boost you need for a striker and or defensive player because uh-huh. pace is everything and it boosts the secondary stat obviously shooting of a striker and defensive if you're a defender yeah so the strategy I use generally is um, if someone has a if someone's in a position and has a particular weakness I'll look to boost those up um, I'll see if the player already is boosted but you know Take Adama Traore, for example. Um, you wouldn't give him a chemistry style that gives him pace because it's, it's waste. <laughs> um, so that, that's another thing I do look at. I, don't, I try and get the maximum amount of stats for my players. Um, but yes, yeah, generally just looking at where the player is weakest um, for that position or um, what I'd want the most boosted. I, I generally just try and look for chemistry styles that do boost pace no matter what position I look at. Yeah, that's true. Pace is uh, pace has been the most important stat for probably the last four or five years, to be honest. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth having a look. Um, but again, if you ever if you ever want to question it again, uh, you know, uh, Frenchie, you're quite prevalent in the Discord anyway. But just throw it out. Say right, here's you know, I want here's the player. What 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 chemistry style would you recommend? Um, I I also find footbin comments more helpful. Yeah, that's true. There's also a there's a drop down. People vote for it, don't they? Oh, do they? Yeah, or there is a somewhere I can't remember. It's certainly on the. It's if you're looking on the mobile app, it's at the top. It will say um, which chemistry style is the most. I'm just looking on the website now to see. Oh, there you are. So yeah, there's actually if if you're looking at it on the website, if you scroll down below the uh thingy graph the um uh you know market graph there's a things that what what chemistry style is the best for at player and then so for example because tammy Abraham, because the headline one because what we're looking at currently there's been 56 votes 43 percent say engine and 38 percent say hunter so do you see what i mean that's always a good indication as to what people think so yeah you can use the as opposed to using the graphs on Futbin, you can also use you know again what people have voted for um but don't be afraid to kind of get everything what i always say is that if you don't necessarily like go and buy a hunter or a shadow chemistry style just stick a hawk or just stick a small pace boost on do you know what i mean like i don't know i, I don't know i just i begrudge paying over 10k for a chemistry style to be honest i begrudge mate i begrudge playing 5k for chemistry styles when you still could so um yeah i just kind of finally i've got a hunter sitting in my club that i obviously packed out somewhere so i think i'm going to put that on mertens but wait and see um okay and 
so there's a bit of a i'm going to finish i'm going to skip a question because there's a bit of a longy here but so uh yo dog coming back to you uh lord flashheart uh most fun players you've used non-meta do you think we've covered that um i'm not sure if we have actually so have you got a non-meta card in mind um only through squad battles but oh ah um i think i mentioned him last week but um Mm. I haven't really seen him in the meta and I found him really fun to use. I don't know if that will ring true with his um, new card, his um, storyline card. Um, but yeah, others I, can't, I can't really think of. I generally do use meta cards, so it's quite a difficult one. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, would you even say Firmino's meta? Um, I'm not sure if he is. Well, no, he's not. He always does good things for me, so... Well, that's true. Yeah, no, he wouldn't be described as a meta card because he hasn't got pace. And he's not, his agility and balance, I don't think, is necessarily crazy. But um, I was struggling, I was really struggling thinking about this, but he's, he's come to me like a bolt from the blue. You mentioned squad battles. The um, team in the season, team of the tournament, or team of the group stages, so say uh, Quadrado, the right back version that was available on SBC. He, I tell you what, he's actually, he's brilliant. Like his pace is unreal. And he's actually pretty decent right back. Like when I, I always, I always rate him, have it, put him in a Serie A, um, you know, to do an icon swap. I always rate him. Okay. Um, he's really good. Could work, easily work as a right mid as well. Cause it's probably his natural position uh, as opposed to being put as a right back. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, actually, really, really enjoy him. So yeah, I wouldn't describe him as meta because he essentially is a right mid playing at right back. But um, yeah, I think he's he just again he's one of them one, one of them players that just feels faster than anybody else. Um, and then uh, fuck Mick UK, um, are you guys considering doing a Sane SBC within the next few weeks? I think we covered that when we covered, did the SBCs. Uh, potentially, potentially not. I think we're a little, both a little bit undecided well, no, about I, that. I definitely won't. Definitely won't. I, I don't think I will, but that's because I'm obviously aiming to put Neymar out wide. But as you quite rightly said, if you've got an untradeable Kevin De Bruyne, he's a good option, and I have an untradeable current Kevin De Bruyne in form. So, uh, yeah, I might end up doing him. I don't know. Um, I've got to wait and see. I've actually got to settle on a team for a little while because I keep like. <laughs> It's been four. It's been probably two or three weeks since I last played a weekend league, and I've changed my team about five times. <laughs> Not even playing weekend league, for sake. Um, so back to Yoda's to finish off. Um, how quick? How do you quickly improve your weekend league results without breaking the bank? Play as much division rivals as you can. I, I would actually say that. Um, that in order to do that, you need to improve your game the most, um, the most you can do without um, being completely dependent on your squad. Um, I think, see, I, I guess there is two ways: is building a building a good squad that suits your budget, um, and I think that's what most people will do anyway. Um, but as long as your you know your squad is reaching your full potential to the formation you want to play, um, it would just be grinding division rivals and 
I guarantee you, you know, you start moving up that ladder to Division 4, Division 3, Division 2, um, or even from Div 8 to Div 7 to Div 6, you'll, you'll notice a big difference in your weekend league results. Yeah, I'd echo that. I think I think when you said, like, you know, create a, a good team based on your budget, I think the key is, is to create a meta team. Like, really do the research. Look at who the meta players are. Um, even if you don't have to get, uh, you know, you see these rainbow squads all the time. I've been beaten several times by just all gold players, but they are all meta gold players. Um, you know, you don't, you can put together, you see guys like Run the Fuck Market um, and others, I can't think, like, um, oh, I forget his name now. Anyway, um, but I've seen other kind of content creators create, 300k teams do you know what i mean and just show you what you can get for you know a decent budget yeah there's um there, there are a lot of youtube videos um to see you know best squad under 100k best squad under 200k um it is a busy market and um it's quite difficult to, to know what squad is the best to use because all of the content creators are doing this kind of um, producing this kind of content um, so I, I guess I just recommend um, watching as many as you as you can and choosing the one that suits you best maybe with untradables that you already have um, yeah yeah and funnily enough you mentioned YouTube videos the second thing and I've, I've, I've kind of touched on this on previous pods look at how-to videos, look at defending tutorials, shooting tutorials, really kind of take a step back and think, right, where do I suffer? Do I suffer from not scoring enough goals? Am I finding myself scoring four goals in a game but losing 5-4? In which case, you know, have a look at the defending tutorial. Have a look at, you know, have a look at custom tactics. Um, I think good balanced formations. I think we both endorse a 4-4-2 um the 4231 is always a kind of a meta formation in terms of balance um you know start off with something balanced you don't have to go you know if you're struggling conceding goals you don't have to go five at the back just go something that's quite balanced and then work from there um the key is and i can't stress this enough and i know it's the worst thing you want to want to uh want to hear because again you ask how to quickly do it the fact is is you can't do it quickly if you want to try something we've said it time and time again you have to allow at least 20 to 30 games so essentially at least one weekend league to find out if something works or not you can't play with a certain tactic for five games and think oh no this isn't any good you have to actually give it time because you have to get used to it it might be a complete change from your play style and you know these things take time it's practice you know some of the guys that do the the shooting tutorial they say right every time you play fifa spend go on to the skill games and spend 20 minutes just doing this and you will soon get it you actually have to you know you have to put the time in to get better it is as simple as that um there are other things um i think one of the bigger tips to suggest would be um the times you play um so a lot of pros or competitive players will choose to play. Um, and if you can do this, um, choose to play during the night um, or late at night. Um, 
that's when you generally get the better response times as well online. Um, but and also wait to Sunday to play more of your games. So um, if you do this, you're generally always going to be playing um, because of how the system works. With like you, you know, you win one game, you go plus one, and you lose a game, you go minus one. Um, let's say you're on ten Sunday night. You're likely playing a guy who's 15-15. Whereas if you play a guy who's 10 on on a Friday night, you've played, let's say you've played, um, I'm not sure how many games you you would have played, maybe not 10, but let's give an example of zero. You've gone 15-15, but you could be playing a game like who's just starting their games, um, who might be a pro on a Friday night. I probably haven't explained that the best way, but no. Okay, let, yeah. Let me just clarify that because you said fifteen, fifteen, and if you've gone fifteen, fifteen, your weekend league is over. So, but <clears throat> on a I, bit but, around there, you know, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. So, because I've, I've had this as well. So, if you like, if you're going into Sunday and you play ten games and you are, you know, you play at one five, lost five, then your elo is zero. You are going to come up against somebody who is, for example, eight eight or twelve twelve. You're going to be coming uh, as played a considerable amount of games and is still zero elo. If you're at five, if you're playing on, I don't know, a Saturday, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, even a Friday night, for example, and you're even playing your first game, you're playing at zero. You'll have pros that are just starting out that are also at zero. So you could potentially be matched up against them. Um, you know, if for example you're off during the day and you get to play and you play a few games and you are say plus one because you've played five games and you've won three, lost two. Well, if you're logging on on Friday night, then you're going to have pros who are have played one game already, probably only for about ten game minutes because they were three nil up and the other person quit. And now, guess what? They're coming up against you. So yeah, more game. Try and back your if you can. Back your games up later in the weekend is always something beneficial. This is something that I found as well. Um, Sunday night clutch is definitely real. Um, so yeah, it's yeah that that is actually something that is pretty instant. And again, when we talk about the night, we're talking about you know EU, you know UK EU time. Um, for anyone who's listening that's not in the EU, anything else you want to add there, mate? No, I think that was the last tip, really. Yeah, so hopefully that helps, uh, Yoda. Um, I like the way that you're called Yoda, but we seem to be guiding you, which is interesting. Um, so I think that's probably best to wrap it up there, then, mate. We've, uh, as correctly predicted, we've gone on a tangent, and I say it's gone on a rant more than anything, and we've gone way over what we expected to. So, you know, not much change there. Um, at least what. What hasn't helped is that this is the first time we've had like more than a couple of questions. So at least if I know we've got sort of four or five, six questions, it's going to take a little bit longer than I thought it was. <laughs> but don't stop giving us questions for Christ's sake, guys. Give it, give us more. We love it. Um, so uh, where can we find you on Twitter, my friend? You can find me at Chrissy Bullard. I am at Chrissy D69. The pod is at fut underscore casual. Um, the Discord is now definitely pinned to both my and uh, the pod's Twitter. After me mentioning it about 19 times last week, we've had probably a good sort of five, six people added in 
this week, which again has increased the traffic, increased the chat. Absolutely loving it. Um, so yeah, keep it up, guys. Again, if you're listening to this and you haven't joined it, come and join it. It's great. With you know, that, I, I've actually found it good even to bounce ideas off people in there. You know, not not just us two giving advice, but um, you know, there's some good players. Yeah, us to get advice off other players as well. There's some good players in there with some really good squads as well. So it's not just like you know we are like the. The, the the masters of knowledge is the fact he's really there's some really experienced guys in there that that is you know that they they want a casual community just the same as we do so we're just as we said before we just want to try and make it as big as we can and create a casual revolution and then maybe we'll get what we want from a game <laughs> so uh as always guys until potentially next week because as i said there's going to be a lot of birthday stuff going on for both of us next week so i can't guarantee we're going to be back next week if not I will, well, we'll sort something out, uh, but we'll keep you updated on Twitter and the normal channels. So until then, guys, keep it casual.